This Idiot Father, a blog read aloud by BJ Carter. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. This is my waking thought. My brain damning me before I've even had a chance to open my eyes and shut my alarm off. Often, I envisage the days of actual alarm clocks and the satisfaction from slamming my hand down on the clock like they do in the movies. Instead, I softly tap the screen of my phone and turn the alarm off. My feet find the floor and the day begins. Fuck you, fuck you. Dulled now, not gone, but certainly diminished. At some point, with hot water flowing over my face, I feel consciousness creep in. Dried, I get dressed and head to the kitchen to make coffee. I sit down, read any music news I may have missed while sleeping, burn my mouth on scalding hot coffee. Half-heartedly, I scroll through Facebook whilst burning my mouth again. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Now the quietest whisper. This is how it stays for most of the day. The coffee helps. The fuck you is a vile, humiliating, debilitating thing and it sucks my soul dry. Reminding me that I'm not funny or talented enough to create anything that anyone will care about. Lucky for me, my wife is a big fan of mine. She laughs at my stupid jokes, refuses to dance around the house with me, keeps an eye out to make sure I'm not consuming too much coffee, but most of all, encourages me, pushes me to do what makes me happy, and forever is making me better. I'll talk about her more in future posts, but I just want to state now how amazing she is. I've never held a baby before, at least not that I remember. I'm the eldest of three, so I imagine that I held both my brothers, and most likely two of my younger cousins, before conscious memory, when it's nothing more than simply a cute photo opportunity. This does not at all imply that I don't love my brothers or cousins. Of course I do. My memory of holding them and looking into their fresh new faces simply does not exist in my mind. It's been eroded by time and many other memories that I've shared with them. Generally, I feel as though I don't have anything of importance to say. I still don't. However, Writing this is becoming a way to deal with the crushing loneliness that comes with having a pregnant wife who's just too sick to hang out with you. Which is something that you never really hear about. Or maybe just most people deal with it and shut the fuck up. But as I've known most of my life, I'm a needy person, constantly pursuing love and attention. There is true and genuine and all-consuming excitement living inside of me. It's just buried under a mountain of worry right now, but it's there. Primarily, there is hope. I have an abundance of it. Hope of losing myself in the love that I'll experience when I see my child's face for the first time. Hope that I will look at the photos of my kid and have the same feelings when I look at the photos of my dad and I when I was young. Feeding ducks, laying on the floor, pure love. Unadulterated, unfiltered, unbroken. The kind of love that pushes the fuck you out. So, this is going to read like a diary of sorts, from the moment the decision was made to start trying to get pregnant up to the present day. 
There'll be letters and conversations littered amongst these diary entries, tales of friends through childhood, and what I believe to be beautiful, yet perhaps unconventional stories of friendship. As I'm reading this, we're three months pregnant. We've seen our baby at ultrasound appointments, we've heard its heart beat, watched as it flailed its limbs around like a goddamn madman, picked out names of both sexes and spent every moment in between in a general state of panic. As it slowly unfurls, you'll understand that this blog is a giant, long-winded, hopefully semi-amusing love letter to my wife, to my family, to my friends past and present, to my dogs, and to my unborn child. Eyes heavy now. Fuck you. A whisper lulling me to sleep. Fuck you. In the distance as if being whispered down a long, dark tunnel. Fuck you. Sleep.